from different places We all have different names No matter what life brings us Jesus is the same We're just your Methodist To the madness Methodist To the madness Hi, I'm Beth I'm Tim I'm Jessica And we're just your everyday Methodist, Methodist To the madness Okie dokie. Tim, how you doing? Uh I'm I'm doing pretty well, but there's been so many different like things going on this week and uh weekend that it, it's kind of like hard to put it all together into like a, a summary sort of thing. So I guess I'll just list out all the different things that happened. So Yes, we want uh, an itemized list of everything <laughs> that has occurred in order of priority of your life. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. That kind of reminds me of when you're in like a math class, you're talking about like order of operations or something. I well, didn't maybe, know. Maybe, I was maybe. horrible at math. So you're <laughs> teaching me something new, Tim. <laughs> Yeah, so so the first thing that stands out regarding my week is um there there was something that I ate uh on two different days and I should have figured it out the first day. Um so I had chipotle and uh I guess the chicken was too spicy um or something. It tasted great, but the next day I felt absolutely terrible. I thought it was just like not related to the food. Oh, you got to check the news, Tim. You got to check the news. There's so many reports that come in about Chipotle and the dangers and threats it's put onto humankind. I'm telling you. It's the biggest threat since romaine lettuce, Tim. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) But okay, so too spicy. So then that led to the next day. Yeah, Yeah. so it was just bizarre because Tuesday I was sick. And then Thursday I was sick and it was like not a full on like sickness to where I was like, like nauseated or something, but I felt like my stomach was off. So basically I think if something is too spicy, then it just throws my stomach off basically. So, uh, that, that was a strange, uh, occurrence in the week. Um, but I was still able to get my work done and stuff. It just wasn't easy. Um, on a lighter note, uh, not talking about food sickness, I, um, I happened to see uh, Jessica and Amber at the theater. Um, they saw Wonka before I did, and that was a very pleasant Two hours surprise. Before. What? <laughs> Two hours before. Yeah. <laughs> they spoil everything for you? No, no, they were they were very um, gracious and did not spoil the entire movie. Like, tell me how it ended or anything like that. I heard yeah. Willy Wonka dies. No, I haven't yeah. heard anything. <laughs> sorry guys i'm sorry but, if that actually happens in the movie i haven't seen it nor we'll just I. we'll just have to uh fix it in post and uh right oh so he does there. die so nobody, does nobody's die aware okay yeah. <laughs> because it's actually a prequel that talks about willy wonka's life right so he probably yeah, doesn't they... die then if it's a prequel <laughs> oh that that's actually a good point yeah and there's no way that Willy Wonka could die. Great. Because I was like, why are they making another Willy Wonka movie? There's already two. But if it's a prequel, that's a different story. Okay. But it, yeah, but it was so special. Tim, I'm curious what your thoughts were on oh, 
Oh that, yeah. So what now that the, we're a movie podcast, yes. Uh, what, all yeah. we're talking about is movies yeah. in this podcast. Um, yeah. Oh, I did want to mention though that uh, if you do have like a sequel or an original, and then you have a prequel, there you could call it like an auto spoiler. Like, oh, you know, in this prequel, this person doesn't die because he's in the the original movie. That's true. <laughs> um, That's so true but yeah, me. I thought that the movie was really great because, well, for one thing, um, is a standalone. So. I would say that pretty much nobody would have to see the Charlie and the Chocolate Chocolate Factory movie in order to see this movie. So you could just go in completely blind, not know anything about like chocolate factories or anything like that, and watch Wonka and just get a really amazing experience. And um, imagine if you had to know about chocolate factories before you go see a movie. <laughs> Man. Here's everything you need to know about chocolate factories. <laughs> FAQ. I don't want to do homework before I go see a movie. I have to learn about chocolate factories. I probably have to check the box that says DNR. I did not read about that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the big highlights for me were um, the uh, the main character was just like really witty and like fun to watch and like all the different like ways in which he interacted with all of the other characters and and really all the characters were like gray they were not black and white that is they just had colorful personalities and um i just thought that the story was very moving and uh, there was just a lot going on that was interesting like there really was not a dull moment in the entire movie and so uh, I'd say, yeah, it's a, it's a tearjerker and it's got funny music or funny music. I didn't say it had funny music, but, but it um, does have funny music. <laughs> it actually does have funny music. No, but it's <laughs> it's got funny moments. Um, and yeah, it's just it, it does everything right, I would say. So uh, I I would oh. say that um, pretty much anybody would like this movie. Um, unless for some reason you don't like um, having a potential tear or you don't like laughing. Or you don't like joy in general, probably. Right. Yeah. Which right. brings yeah. us to our guest. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true about our but guest. Actually, the Grinch would probably not like the movie because he doesn't like joy in general. Um, but his heart grew three times bigger by the end of the movie. So that's right. True. That's, that is indeed. true. Yeah. yeah. That 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 was not a spoiler. I think everybody has seen the Grinch. Um, hopefully, if they have not, I haven't that, seen it. Something to, you that haven't? book has been out. What is what's the Grinch? <laughs> Which are how we would you describe the the Grinch in one one word? What would you, what we, would you say? Can you give me like five words? No. Oh no, that was I said one oh. word, Tim. What about three? I can give it to you in three. Are you ready? Okay. Well, let's do three. If you guys both have okay. three three words okay. to describe the ready? Grinch. Okay. Stink. Stink. Stunk. Words. <laughs> <laughs> um, Christmas present stealer. <laughs> that sounds like and I can answer that with one word. Brother, that's what that is. Um, no. Well, that sounds so, fun, Tim. I'm glad that you had a, a good week. So that was that kind of a wrap up to uh, uh, no, everything? Uh, yeah. So just really quick. Um, so some interesting things happened today. So I had um, like a pretty good day, I would say. Uh, I had to drive into work today, and um, on 
right when I was going to go out to my car, after it had been raining a little bit, I saw a rainbow. And I thought that was so cool. Uh, I was really happy because last week, I think we were talking about rainbows. Um, That's Beth's favorite color. And then I would. <laughs> yeah, that, exactly. You make and a then, rainbow connection. Uh, yeah, yes. the rainbow connection. Yeah. Uh, and then um, on my way home, driving home, I was listening to this song called um, Max Graham featuring Anna Criado. Um, and the name of the song is Nothing Else Matters. And mm. in that song, there's a lyric that said, um, uh, fall into the sunlight, shadows disappear. And I think that's so cool because we, we've been talking about darkness for the last, um, this is the third week now. And uh, I thought it was an inter interesting coincidence that I was listening to that today. Uh, now we're going to be talking about darkness again in this podcast. So I that's just thought I'd mention that. Cover? Is that the same song? Huh? Is that the same song as the Metallica one? I don't think so. No, it's just a trance song. I mean, I'm I'm just like a full on EDM like uh, Devo D person that li only listens to trance and side trance and other electronica. So um, yeah, it's yeah. A, that's a good song if anybody wants to listen to it. Nothing else matters, and then you just type in Anna Criado. Uh, yeah, so that's my music recommendation for today too. <laughs> Tim. Awesome. Tim, that's, and you've got so many recommendations. I like to call them Rex for short. So <laughs> all the cool kids are saying nowadays. Rex. Yeah. Yeah. I know that there's a lot of like things that the cool kids uh, do and we, we want to stay um, hip uh, regarding what the cool kids are doing. Yeah. That's the only reason why I help out with the youth with pastor John is so I can stay cool. <laughs> I got to know what's happening. <laughs> yep. know. Beth, how was your week though? I'm curious uh what's been going on. Oh it's there's been too much going on. Um but I'll start off with telling you some good news about Lucy. She <gasps> she told me this on Tuesday, so it was a day late for our podcast. But she goes, she went to see her oncologist on Tuesday and the lump that she found in her breast, which made her get herself checked out in the first place, uh -huh. in October, um, she's, well, she's done three rounds of chemo, only two at that point on Tuesday, mm -hmm. but she did her third one on Wednesday. But after just those two rounds of chemo, she couldn't find she couldn't feel the lump anymore and neither could her oncologist so wow that's awesome that, that is so cool oh my god how is she feeling i mean has she been feeling a little bit different now that she's gone through i guess now three rounds of of chemo is she doing okay i think she's doing okay i don't really see her as much as i used to because all of her appointments are in the valley and that's where her boyfriend and her mom live or his mom lives oh, okay and okay. so she's just been you know staying there to make it easier to go to her appointments mm -hmm. but i saw her last saturday at a christmas party and she decided that she was going to take matt you know do one one thing that was under her control and so she shaved her head and i mean she looks adorable and yeah, so I think she's doing 
She's doing okay for now. Um, so that's the Lucy update. Well, that's great to hear. Yeah, I'm really yeah. glad to hear that, Beth. That's awesome. And then I've just had like a crazy, just this past weekend has been so busy. Um, yeah. On Saturday, I went with Cynthia Hennessy, the former children's ministry director, to um, Neil, how do you say his name? Jean-Pierre, I think is how you say it. We went to his funeral mm-hmm. and I didn't really know him very well. And, but I just, Cynthia offered to pick me up because we were going to go see uh, the White Christmas musical at the LPAC after. So I was like, okay, I'll go. And um, now I kind of wish that I knew the guy and got to know him because just listening to all the stories and all the things that people said about him it seems like he was like a really great man of god and not one not two but three people at his funeral said that they want to be like neil when they grow up so that's so cool and all of them were actually all of them were pastors pastor jim said it and then he read um a nice message that our former pastor pastor angela wrote to to remember neil and she Mm -hmm. said it at the end of her message and then pastor john just jumped on the bandwagon and was like i too want to be like neil when i grow up so um i'm sad that i didn't get to know him but i'm glad that i went because it was kind of cool to like get a glimpse into someone else's life and to um, listen to how he impacted other people's lives. So yeah, yeah that's that's really nice that you went to. Um, that that was Neil's funeral. You said, yeah, yeah. And, that's really nice that you did that, Beth. I'm, yeah, I'm really glad that you supported his, everyone and you got wife, to see Neil's life. Yeah, yeah. His his wife died in 2008, and that's around the time he found the Palmdale United Methodist Church. And I guess he didn't really have, they didn't have kids and pretty much he had no other known family. And so Cynthia was telling me after that she was worried that not a lot of people were going to go. So I was glad that I could be another seat to fill. Yeah. um, And then after that, we went to go see, um, actually, uh, the Larsons were there. Uh, spoilers. One of our guests is a Larson. And we went to go see White Christmas and um, sat next to the Larsons at the LPAC. And it was such a good performance. I've only seen the movie and I haven't really even seen the movie that much. But I really enjoyed it. There was tap dancing and singing. And Ooh, dancing wow. And, and one of my friends that I met through the theater who was the choreographer for the Joseph musical, her name is Robin Holly. She did the choreography for Bye Bye Birdie and the Joseph musical and oh. White Christmas. And so she's just been like doing show after show after show. And she said that she wasn't initially going to do uh, the choreography for White Christmas, but she uh-huh. said that's her favorite 
type of dancing, like the tap dance and the jazz kind of style dancing. So, and it sometimes was- I, I was going to say, sometimes I find myself waking up and I tap dance as I'm waiting for my espresso to come out. Really? Oh, <laughs> I get so excited. I'm like, it's like a Broadway show waiting for this espresso to trickle out. I don't have that energy until after the espresso enters my body, Jessica. Oh, that yeah. Yeah, I get very excited. Sometimes I just wake up that way, you know? Yeah, I'm woken up that way. I totally imagine that, Jessica, like for sure. Cool. So, so during the during the musical, I get a text from my friend Carrie reminding me that her church's dinner was that night and did we want to go? And Jonah, who is my younger son, and he is very much that kid, like he he knows what he wants, he knows what he doesn't want. So if he says no, he's firm on that. You're not going to change his mind. So, but when he says yes, that's when you've got to jump in on it before he changes his mind. So I asked Jonah if he wanted <laughs> to go because it was um my friend Carrie has a son named Gage, and she he and Jonah have been best friends since kindergarten. So he was like, sure. So that was my Saturday. And then I feel like I lost my Sunday also because we had choir and we sang a song that one of our choir members wrote. Chris, do you remember his last name? Yeah, I forgot his last name. Um, He doesn't have a last name. Remember um, his his he goes. He's the only Chris. Yeah, Yeah. the only Chris in the choir. Um, Yeah, he. He made the arrangements and and you know the accompaniment and wrote the song and and wrote all four parts for it and it was a really difficult song for us to yeah. we didn't think we were going to be able to pull it off and I did miss a couple notes here and there but I feel like we got really good feedback from the 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 audience i guess oh wow i've never yeah. heard them clap so loud during any of our performances so, <laughs> that's wonderful yeah justice so that was good and then i got to, <laughs> after sunday school i got to hang out with jessica and and owen at youth group at shakey's and we had right. shared some laughs after that we i there was the women's christmas party at the White's house. And that was a lot of fun too. Wow. I got to hang out with Lourdes Serrano was there. Jessica and Amber were there. Margaret Wassner was there. I got to just hang out with a bunch of cool people. So, and like 40 other women. Oh my goodness. It was so many. Yeah. Wow. That, that sounds like an awesome party. This is the first Christmas party we've had since 2019. That was the last one we had because COVID ruined everything. So yeah, seriously, it was, I, it was nice that we could all get together. And that's yeah. all I have, Jessica. Oh, thanks for asking, Beth, and thanks for <laughs> echoing uh, <laughs> that. Tim asking how I was. Uh, <laughs> um. You know, so yes, I saw Tim at Wonka last Friday. We go to the uh, the old people uh, times for movies, which is no later than four in the evening. 
I would have uh, preferred to go for that time, honestly. Because if I could go, time, like, yeah, by the time you guys were done, it was what eight thirty. Like, yeah, no, I think it was like closer to nine o'clock. Like, I didn't oh even eat God. dinner yet, but I always eat late dinners. So I'm, I got I'm my jammies on that at way. that time, Tim. I'm so, ready to go to bed. Wow, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, if I could go to like the matinee at like twelve or even like eleven, that would be a great show. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think then, uh, someone someone famous mentioned that they need to have was it Diane Keaton or who was it that said that like concerts should start at like 12 in the afternoon. I think that would like be way seven better. or 8 PM. And then you get home at like one in the morning. It makes no <laughs> sense. Anyways. Like people just don't actually go to work. Um, after a yeah. concert, like, Oh, work is canceled. You don't even yeah. have to go. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> but so, yeah, we went to Wonka. Um, but I did have a, I did mention last week. So I had a lot of like doctor's appointments last week. All of those went really well. Everything's uh, going well with my body. Um, nice. And so we're excited. I picked up our last vial uh, last week. And so um, just doing a lot of testing this week. Um, so for all those ladies who know what I'm talking about and all those uh, partners out there who understand uh, their spouses who have also experienced the testing and stuff, uh, that's what I'm going through this week. So it's exciting. Um, yeah, what else? Um, you know, Christmas party, the women's Christmas party was so much fun. Uh, it was my first Christmas party with PUMC, so I was like, I gotta get a really good gift for this gift exchange. And Amber was like, you know, her like southern side is like, you've got to get something else. Like, this is not like, I don't want to be silly. Like you need to get something else. I'm thinking, I think she was thinking of like Ray Dunn stuff from mm -hmm. like home goods, like farmhouse vibe, you know, that kind of oh, stuff. I and see. I was like, no, we're going to get something. And she's like, okay. And it ended up being probably the best gift at the end. Cause it was one of the last gifts gifts that was, um, unwrapped and it was my taco Saurus taco holders. <laughs> Those were like cool the best <laughs> and Dita got them. And so I'm sure Jacob's enjoying those probably <laughs> Dita too. They probably are going to have taco Tuesday and be all set for those taco Saurus. So there was two of them. There was like a, I, I wish, yeah, I don't know the dinosaur names. Amber would know, but there was two of them though. So <laughs> two different kinds of dinosaurs and yes. two different kinds of colors. That is correct. <laughs> so very excited about that. A lot of good food. Lori obviously made an incredible cake with these really cool cone trees. Oh my gosh, it was Ooh. so good. It's like, that, it was like a Dr. Seuss cake or something. No. I don't even know. Like these trees were so magical. I don't know how she did the piping. She's got mad piping skills Whoa. Like, for sure. Yeah. Buttercream was so good. Everything was good about it. Um, but yeah, that was so much fun. But, um, but yeah, I, I mean, I feel like the holiday season, it's just so busy. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, I looked at Amber when I got home today, I was like, is it over yet? Like, <laughs> I, I'm so tired. It's not even Christmas yet. I feel like yeah. I, I almost forgot about recording this podcast tonight. 
So. Oh my gosh! You could <laughs> not. Yeah, it's Monday. Better listen to that sermon. <laughs> I'm glad that this podcast is forcing you to listen to the sermon because it yeah. is. Well, speaking of important things, there's also a lot of stuff happening at the church that I want everybody to be aware of. And that's for Christmas Eve. Remember, there's a 9 a.m. only. There's not an 11 o'clock. The worship band is going to be helping lead worship at 9 a.m. And then for the evening, we have two, um, two different kinds of christmas eve services there's one at 6 p.m which is more of a family interactive kind of setting and that's going to be in the social hall it's for those it's stellar vbs themed okay great that's great great. so there's going to be um rocket ships to send baby jesus to the stars that's a different that's a different move (laughs) um so it's going to be pretty awesome. There's cookies and hot cocoa, right, Beth? Is that is there any? Are there candy canes? Are there? Of course, there will be candy canes. Awesome. See this? I'm telling you, this sounds more. I might have to go to the 6 p.m. Right. And then, Six, then there's yeah. two traditional services. One is at 6 p.m. in the sanctuary, and then there's another one at 7:30 p.m. So those nice. are both the traditional. So if you want to be super Christian, you can go to the 6 p.m. family interactive in the social hall and then you get bonus points for the condo suite in heaven Ooh. going to 7 30 p.m oh so, wow really up to you on how you want to live in heaven uh you know <laughs> anyway, yeah. and then um, wednesday oh, wednesday Je- go ahead tim jessica um for for those of uh you in the audience that were wondering about the christmas pageant um, yeah, there's somebody raising the, their hand again, Tim. Yeah, the, <laughs> there's so so many uh, interactions going on in the six o'clock uh, interactive service that uh, yeah, you'll you'll feel that uh, Christmas pageant uh, spirit, uh, so to speak. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that, Tim. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. And then for don't forget Wednesdays, right? Food for thought, five thirty p.m. Kids Club. And then from six to seven in the uh, social hall, you're going to have a blast. So keep in mind. Also, there, things. there will be no food for thought the following week. In fact, the entire church office will be closed from Monday to Friday. <laughs> Next week. Not, that's not a joke, Tim. That's right. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't be laughing. I've got to go back to serious mode here. <laughs> so yeah. So next week, I'm and and like Beth said. So next week, there's no kids club, no food for thought, um, and there will also not be a recorded podcast for next week. So please right. emotionally and mentally prepare yourselves for no podcast next week. So if you haven't listened to all of the episodes or you haven't found us on any of the other uh, platforms, you know, you, this is your time to subscribe, like, I don't know what that means. I'll be at the end of the day. Subscribe, like, <laughs> Yeah. Share, follow, post, mail. Owl. Horse, uh, horse by horse. In the mail, yes. <laughs> like yeah. horses and snail mail. Let's yes. 
That's what we're talking, right? Um, Follow the horses. Um, <laughs> I do so... want to give a shout out for our podcast. Um, we have a YouTube channel now um, in case uh, people want to look us up on YouTube, Methodists to the Madness. Um, and if you hadn't looked us up before during that time that you're not waiting for a new episode, you can go on YouTube and see an episode that way. And by seeing it, it's seeing the sound waves go up yeah. and down on the screen. Right. That's what I meant. The sine Indeed. waves will quickly go up around. Anyways. Well, yeah. I feel like we've learned a lot about each other these past 30 minutes. But I want to get into the fun part of it, Beth. And I want to hear about your Beth's ministry moment. So it's okay. all you, Beth. Great. Thanks, Jessica. Well, today we have a very special guest. I don't know if he refers to himself as a super fan, but his wife sure does. Uh, her, whoops. I'm sorry. That's all the time we have today. Drum, drum roll, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We previously had Kirsten Larson. She, I believe, was our second guest on the podcast. Yeah. We have her um, talking about the scouts. Well, today we have her husband, Super fan Nils. Welcome, Nils. I can't believe Welcome I'm actually Nils. on the podcast. Yay. Oh my God. Yay. <laughs> I'm so blessed. Yeah. So if you wanted to tell us a little bit about how you started, unless you have a ministry to promote, um, if you don't, that's fine. You can tell us about how what how you ended up at Palmdale United Methodist Church. Okay. Uh well, I was uh like Jessica, I was in the military. Uh, so I moved around a bunch and, uh, over the years, I mean, I grew up in the church, you know, I was, a uh, like first Christian church, disciples of Christ, whatever that was actually founded in my town that, you know, you could see from the house where I grew up, you could see the founder of the college and the, the religion, which was an offshoot of the Presbyterian church, you know, from, you know, our house. Um, then in the military, I was you know, everything, you know, Lutheran, sometimes Catholic, sometimes just kind of bounced around whatever kind of whatever congregation I liked, you know, it's kind of the one I went to. So, um, I was, uh, Kirsten and I were back in Maryland, uh, where we got married and we were Lutheran at the time. Uh, when we met originally out here, I was going to a Catholic church. She was going, I wasn't Catholic. I just went to Catholic church. Uh, and she, uh, was Lutheran, which is like Catholic light, you know, kind of sort of. Um, and so I would go to her church most of the time. We went to Maryland. Uh, we were Lutheran, came back and started shopping around, trying to figure out where we wanted to go to church. And so we tried her old Lutheran church and it's kind of like Goldilocks, you know, kind of, well, this one was too small. And then we went to, you know, some other church and it was too big. And, you know, just, you know, we, in and it wasn't necessarily a denomination. We tried, you know, a Presbyterian church and a Lutheran church and just kind of going around bouncing to different churches. And then we went to Palmdale United Methodist. And it was when uh, Pastor Jim 1.0 was the uh, minister. <laughs> and uh, it was one of those where after we walked out, we went, that feels, you know, ooh, that feels about right. You know, uh, so you're like, wasn't too big, wasn't too small. So, you know, when you know, it's too small. Sometimes you feel like the church is, is dying on you. If it's too big, you just feel lost and like no one knows you, you know, but we looked at, at Palmdale and we thought the size was right. They had a good outreach ministry. The other thing that was really good was, you know, it was really diverse. 
And it was really just, you know, you could, you could feel the love, you know, uh, yeah. of the place. And, you know, it wasn't real hard to figure out once we went there and went to, you know, one service that, yeah, okay, this is where we want to go. And that was a long time ago. I'm trying to think before <laughs> kids. So, you know, Cooper's 17. So. Oh, yeah. wow. That is so cool. I'm, I'm so glad you shared that. Um, yeah. And I, I totally relate like to the, um, just going to the church the first time and then just kind of feeling like it's the right church that, that, that describes my experience for sure. I, I don't even think I watched um, Palmdale UMC online first. I think I just went first time in person and I felt like I wanted to continue to go to the church. So that's, that's amazing that you had an experience like that. Well, both kids were baptized there. I mean, Cooper, when he was baptized, it was almost like the, uh, you know, uh, the Lion King when he, you know, hoisted him up over his head, you know, kind of thing. We even have that picture somewhere. But uh, it was uh, it was very funny, uh, you know, back then, you know, and I think everybody gave a good chuckle. But uh, yeah, but uh, it's, you know, it's it, to me, it's and it's not just the pastors, you know, the church, it's, you know, the whole uh, the whole church, you know, uh, everybody, you know, that, uh, you know, that the people next to you, the people across the church, you know, it's, it's one of those things that you, you really feel at home. So, it's, yeah. you know, I, I've always, you know, uh, you know, of all the, you know, I, like I said, I went to a lot of different denominations. I grew up, you know, from, uh, you know, when I could remember, um, you know, I was Methodist for a while when I lived in Africa, uh, when I was a kid. Um, mm-hmm. um, and it was, you know, but this church is probably the most welcoming church that I've ever, you know, been to. And it's not just the pastors, it's the congregation that really makes it. Yeah. yeah. I can relate with being Lutheran. I grew up Lutheran. Uh, and so I do feel, and my dad's Catholic, my mom was Lutheran. So it was like I would do Catholic services like every other weekend and holidays. And then, you know, Lutheran churches every other time. And so, I agree. I think Lutheran is like in between Methodists and Catholics, I believe. Would you agree with that? Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, having gone to Episcopal and, you know, all kinds of stuff, it's, it's, you know, it's really funny because the services were about the same order, you know, when it came to it. So it was really interesting. And then you're like, okay, but so the person up front is married. Uh, and, yeah. and the other one, they're not. And, yeah. you know, there's some other things that were just a little bit different, you know, and uh, but but generally speaking, you know, back then, anyway, it's now since changed. But the order of worship was pretty much the same. It was, you know, it was pretty comfortable. And depending on whether you're ELCA or Missouri Senate or all the other kind of stuff that goes yeah, on there. Right. And I, I can't I, you know, I don't know enough about, you know, the Lutheran Church to get into all that. But Yeah. yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. So how did you yeah. end up? uh finding the podcast and uh <laughs> and you can share as much positive things about it as you want i know it's like a really big list but um, <laughs> what is it you know that kind of uh drew you to the podcast well I, I think the biggest thing on the podcast was i mean it was announced in church and so i figured oh, I'll, I'll check this out and i think it was during you know i try to walk every day you know when when tim tries to share you know some of the things that he's always trying to do just 
to keep healthy and that kind of stuff. But, you know, I try to make sure that I move for at least five miles a day if I can pull that off. But, you know, so frequently Kirsten and I will go walking together or sometimes, you know, I walk by myself. So uh, it was, you know, I'm like, well, and sometimes listen to music or different podcasts or you know, maybe call my mom. Mm-hmm. But in this case, you know, I'm like, hey, let me try, you know, you know, listen to the podcast. Uh, and, uh, and it's really funny because, uh, you know, I've met each of you in different ways, you know, but not together, you know, so (laughs) knowing each of you, I would not have necessarily put the three of you together for a podcast, you know? So, uh, you know, I think Jessica, I met you first at the party bath. I've known you for, you know, a few years, Tim, I've only known you for a short time, but it was really funny because I'm like, these are not three people I would have put together in a podcast, but dang, they're having some fun. So, it, you know, and, you know, and eventually we get to, you know, we get to some of the, the, the other stuff, but it was one of those things that, uh, you know, it, you know, we talked before about the congregation, you can feel the love, you can feel the love here and, you know, the joy that you guys are having just doing this, whether there's 10 people listening or 10 million people listening. Which it's more towards the 10 million at this point, which that's awesome. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, We smash that like button. Yeah. 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 We're trying to stay humble for sure. Uh, It's hard though, because, you know, Beth, you know, she gets sandwiches made for her. You know, I get dinner brought to me. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's just part of the podcast hosting life is you just have to go with it. You know, I think when I saw, you know, I I see Beth and Tim more than I see you at church since you go usually the later service. But I think, you know, one of the days I like, oh, my God, that's her. It's Beth. (laughs) You know, it's Tim from Methodist to the Madness. Oh, my God, it's them. (laughs) Kind of thing, you know, fanboying. Yeah. Like you, you know. Yeah. We're just we're just regular people like you. Yeah. Yeah. Keep that in mind, except you're probably like way, way smarter. Because what is what do you do for for work nails, if you don't mind expanding a little bit? Uh, I work at NASA. I'm a test pilot at NASA. So I work a couple buildings over from Tim. So, yeah. See, wow. exactly. We've got <laughs> we've got an awesome person with us today for anybody listening. Perfect. Yeah. You don't want me testing any of that, but because uh, I did intel when I was in the military, so there's there's nothing I could assist you with. <laughs> uh, I was. Were you were you in Korea since you were talking about? Yeah. yeah. So I I was uh, operationally. I was a U two pilot. So I was in Korea and probably, you know, depending on whether you were, you know, there at, uh, you know, Osan or wherever. Actually, I was in Young. I was in yeah. I was in Young Sun. I was in a Joint Forces unit, so I was with all of the branches. We were, which you know, was a lot of fun when you get all of us in a room and we. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I liked Korea when I was there. I mean, I was only there for you know a couple months, and at one point uh, I was either going to back to Korea for a remote. Or I was going to test pilot school, and obviously I ended up at test pilot school. So yeah, Korea's fun. I was there for a little over a year, and it was like the greatest food experience I've mm-hmm. ever had. I actually wow. took Amber for some good Korean barbecue down in Koreatown. Actually, that was last, not this past Saturday, but the previous Saturday. I went and took her, and she was like, "This is so good." It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If anybody is interested in what Korean barbecue is. Treat yourself. That's all I got to say. And if you're into adult. You need to like garlic. Make sure you like garlic. Yeah. Yeah. I love Korean food. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you do drink an an adult beverage on occasion and you're over the age or you are 21 or older, 
soju is um, the the drink of choice that you would want to try. But, oh, but tread lightly. Do not do not uh, overdo it. Right, indeed. Anyway, just to... <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, um, Nils, but we can tell from your enthusiasm that, that you're you are the super fan for, for one, oh, yeah. one of mm -hmm. uh, no. the many super I, fans that we have. I have to admit, I haven't fans. listened to every episode, but I think almost all but probably one or two. Yeah, oh, okay, so, mm -hmm. yeah, I, yeah, really appreciate your kind words, and and what what stood out to me for sure is. Like when we go, like um, the three of us go on to this podcast. Yeah, we just, we try to have a great time every time. And I'm so glad that it shows and you're able to pick up on that. That's, I think, one of the goals of the podcast is just like, if we're enjoying our time, then uh, I, we imagine that people are enjoying it with us, but, but now we have actual proof of that. So that, well, that's and great you can't help but not have a smile on your face with Beth's laugh because it's <laughs> oh, like the, totally. it's like the applause sign. You know, if you're ever at a taping or you're something right. like that. So, I mean, you know, whatever, you know, and I think the one time, Beth, you know, when you were talking about, I think it was your dad or something that said, oh, well, yeah. are you on there? Are you going you know, to oh, be yeah. laughing a lot? Okay, then I'm going to listen because <laughs> oh, yeah, it can't was, help. But oh, see, I do listen. See, there we go. I quote you guys. So, um, <laughs> so it, uh, you know, it helps, you know. I mean, what a great idea for your dad. I mean, if he's having a down day, I'm going to go listen to the podcast. I'm going to hear my my daughter laugh and it's just going to make me smile. So, you know, oh, what a great idea. Yeah. That is so my cool. favorite part about editing the audio at the end of these is I get to re-listen and I I'll take a video of all of us laughing and I'll just send it to our group chat. And I'm like, guys, I can't get through this because <laughs> I'm just laughing. <laughs> So that's awesome. I'm I'm so glad that everyone is enjoying that. But yes, Beth's laugh is very addicting to just join in. <laughs> My dad is going to be so excited that someone other than his daughter gave him a shout out. There you go. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Dad, I, I really have been meaning to talk to you about also being a guest on the podcast. So expect a text message from me soon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, before we move on, I just wanted to say, Nils, I think that you, I like to think that you and Kathy Ankeny are tied for superfan status, but Kathy does have one up on you. She emailed us. Oh, oh. wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I, I, Kathy Ankeny, now that's, that's some lofty, you know, I'm, I can't believe I've, I've reached close to that kind of status. You know. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, let's go ahead and and dive into some sermon feedback. Nils, would you be, uh, do you have time to join us for some sermon? Sure. Awesome. Yeah, love to. Wonderful. So this past Sunday, Pastor Jim went into uh, his sermon series of God's holy darkness, dwelling in darkness. And he went through 1 Kings chapter 8, verses 1 through 13, and I've just been really enjoying this whole God's holy darkness theme. I don't know if you guys have, but, and I, I especially appreciated during the children's ministry moment this past Sunday, how he read from that book. Oh yeah. That was yeah. pretty cool. Um, not better than, uh, you know, world renowned author Kirsten Larson, but, uh, <laughs> but it wasn't, it was really cool. It's this whole series about darkness, I think, is really, no pun intended, enlightening. 
And right. uh, but Beth, Beth, you look like you're about to say something. Just wanted to interject real quick and say, speaking of Kirsten Larson, world famous author, uh, the fame hasn't changed her. Um, her book was one of the presents at the the gift exchange at the um, women's party last night. And man, that was a well sought after book. Wow. Yeah, it was the first gift that got locked because it got stolen three times. <laughs> wow. Amber was so sad. She's like, I just wanted the book because she's a teacher. So, right. Yeah. Well, I, I know the author. I might be able to hook her up. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I, the author. I yeah. think, yeah. yeah, that's great. I might have to reach out to the author and yes request for uh signed copies yes put, put a uh ask, ask on my behalf as well if if you would Bring be so money on sure <laughs> i don't want to brag but i already have a signed copy whatever beth <laughs> let's just go into sermon feedback whatever i never get to brag about celebrities like you jessica <laughs> <laughs> i haven't met Katy perry <laughs> Hey, flashback to a previous episode for anyone listening. (laughs) What were we talking about? Will Ferrell last night? What was that? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because you met him too. Anyways. So (laughs) so I'm curious how everybody's feedback is, though, on this past Sunday's uh, sermon, the dwelling, dwelling in the darkness or dwelling in darkness. Tim? So... I have a few takeaways, and yes. the first is um, I really liked how there was a connection between uh, darkness and silence and um, light and sound, basically. Uh, and I always sort of, like, thought about, um, like, sound and silence uh, after I had, oh, my God, I'm doing another music thing. But uh, after I listened to this one Psytrance song, uh, I'll have to get the name, um, but uh, I don't know the name right now. But basically, the song was talking about how uh, with every sound, uh, there are moments of silence. And uh, he brought up how if you try to focus on the outer silence, the, the silence like outside of the sounds, then uh, it, it can promote inner silence. Um, and so anyway, uh, what Pastor Jim was talking about reminded me of, of that, like, insight. And the other thing was, um, I could totally relate to the, uh, the frequencies thing that, um, that, do you, do you all remember that person's name, uh, who was talking about, uh, her experience in the cave of, uh, full on darkness? Barbara, Barbara Brown Taylor. Yeah, that's or, right. Yeah. Bar- that, her first name being Barbara. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Um, sure, her ex- her her dis- Barbie. Or, Some people or, call her Barbie. They named a movie after her as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Barbie Brown Taylor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, so um, I can totally relate to that experience of her being in total darkness and, and pretty much total silence because uh, uh, I had gone to um, Hawaii uh, a few years ago before the Lahaina fire. And, um, I was in a completely silent, dark, uh, cave experience. And Mm. I noticed like this really, I didn't notice a high pitched sound. Maybe, um, there's just something there. Maybe it was like not completely silent. Maybe I was hearing vibrations from the cave, but I definitely heard uh, a very low pitched, uh, frequency. It was like, 
Like it's really hard to describe. And I was thinking that maybe it was just like natural frequencies from the earth or something like that. So yeah, I, so I could totally relate to that whole experience. And I thought that was really nice. Um, but then the, the, the really fascinating thing was um, when Barbara brought up the, uh, that little fragment of like, um, like a rock, basically mm -hmm. that you could shine um, a little like laser into it and it will, will cause it to sparkle. And I think that that really um, is powerful. Like I, I think in those moments of darkness, we have um, some light that comes in that, that like is so like inspirational or basically dazzling to use that analogy. Um, then it kind of like is, is just amazing. And so without the darkness, we wouldn't be able to have that like appreciation for um, those little bits and, and or those little things of light, you could call it. Um, so mm. yeah, it's just a really impactful um, experience with this sermon. So thank you, Pastor Jim. <laughs> yeah. And Barbie. Yes. And Barbie. Yes. 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 <laughs> Nils, um, any uh, okay. takeaways? Um. I like how, uh, you know, he mentioned new life comes from the darkness. I thought that was uh, interesting. Um, uh, you know, my mind tends to wander as he talks about different things and you try to apply things either to your life or things that have happened to you in your life. And one of the things that, as he was talking about, uh, I think it was Arafel, he called it the darkness of God. Yep. And yeah. although this wasn't, darkness per se but it, it was similar so once again uh, in the military and i was at the air force academy and i think believe it was my senior year and we used to have a ceremony where they had all the graduates who had passed away in the last year they would read out their names and then someone in the squadron would yell out absent sir you know or whatever and it's really moving you know yeah. and so we're all lined up all the squadrons, you know, almost 4,000 of us sitting out there and they, you know, they're reading off the, the, you know, the names. And as they do, you know, the Academy sits right up there near the, the mountains there in Colorado. So the fog starts rolling in from over the hills. And as it does, it starts to cover, you know, all the squadrons to where eventually you can barely see the people standing next to you. Wow. You know, because the fog is that thick, you can't see the squadron next to you, you mm -hmm. know, and it's got that cool, you know, little shiver going and you just hear the name being called out in the distance and the sensor, you know, it was just really moving. And then at the very end, they play uh, taps, but they have it at two different, the buglers at two different locations. And so they, they do an echo when oh, they do wow. it. So, and as they do that, the fog starts to lift wow! and even to the point where when they finish, you can now see all the way across. If you've ever seen the Academy all the way across the terrazzo, you know, the skies open up and, you know, I'm getting chills now just thinking of the whole thing. <laughs> and it was one of those things where when it was over and they dismissed us, it was like, no one said, us, you know, not a sound, you know, because you were like, did that just happen? And uh, I can remember one of my friends go, yeah, tell me there's no God, you know, or whatever. <laughs> when you saw that, it was just one of those those moments in your life when you just went, that was just amazing, you know. Mm -hmm. And so to me, yeah. though it wasn't darkness because it was a gray fog, you still had the, the like you were talking about, all the senses were, you know, some of the 
the sounds were deadened and all that kind of stuff. But it, it reminded me, you know, it was one of those things where you really did feel, you know, you used to feel the presence of God in that ceremony, no matter what, but mm-hmm. that day, you know, like I said, yeah, it was, it was blatantly obvious. He yeah. was right. You know, or he, she, whatever was right there with they, us that day. Yeah. yeah. That's so special. I, yeah, when it comes to anything regarding uh, military and remembrance and all that, my gosh, I just, I lose it. I can't like focus. You know what I mean? It's, I, mm-hmm. I mean, I've lost friends uh, that I served with um, oh. either just service or uh, suicide. And it's, yeah. it's so tough, but I think it's so special to remember and how we remember those that that we have lost is so i i think that's incredibly special yeah shared so thank you for that yeah thank you beth so i like i said earlier i almost forgot about recording the podcast i was laying down on the couch it was like 4 45 and I'm looking at my phone. I'm like, oh, there's an email from Jessica. Oh, that's the podcast. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to go to the store. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And so I stayed laying on the couch. And then I just pulled up the sermon on my phone and I started watching it. And I was listening to Pastor Jim's story about how they went to Ruby Falls in, I think it was Tennessee. And then but I also started to notice that I was probably going to fall asleep at any minute and inevitably miss the podcast entirely. So I was like, okay, I can't lay down anymore. And I got, <laughs> so I, I stopped laying down. I put the sermon on the TV and then um, was listening to the service. And then he mentioned Ruby falls again, like, like halfway through the service or maybe towards the end and for a second, I was like, Ruby Falls, why is that familiar to me? Oh, yeah, that's what I almost fell asleep to when I <laughs> 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 so it was like <laughs> um, deep deprivation and ADHD just like, you know. Together. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what Pastor Jim was talking about earlier. But I really liked what he said. Um, and I think Nils already said it, where, where um, life begins in the darkness. Yeah. As you've heard me talk about in previous podcasts, Jason Mraz put out a new album this year for my 40th birthday. That's and, right. He yeah, emailed nice you to tell yeah. you that. Yeah. yeah. Like, hey, this is for your 40th birthday, but it's coming out on my 46th birthday. So I was like, that's fine. You know, we can share it. And yeah. the first song is called getting started and that's that's a song that i listen to like whenever something i'm preparing for something really big whether it be an event for the church or you know just any like major and even minor life changes and the the song starts well the song starts with them tuning their instruments which just it's all echoey and kind of cool. And I was like, Oh, because they're getting started. They're getting ready for the song. And so I was like, that's clever. Gotcha. <laughs> and, and then the first line he says, um, there's always a moment before we start. 
it feels like we're still standing in the dark. And then he says, don't know where we're going, but because where we've been, I get the feeling that this isn't the end. And mm. I think about just those two lines all the time, because even though um, we are in the dark when we're starting something new, we can still, because where we've been, we can still rely on our life experience and the things that we've already had happen to us to help us maneuver whatever is new for us in the future. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm glad you mentioned that, Beth, because, um, yeah, that how a song uh, brought that to you, because, uh, yeah, the same thing going back to the song that I brought up, um, that that lyric uh, falling into sunlight, shadows disappear. Like I was just kind of imagining like, OK, so like all the darkness like can uh, basically be represented as shadows and those shadows will appear differently every single time but yeah. then you fall into the sunlight the sunlight causes all the shadows to disappear but without the shadows um you don't have um those particular de depictions like sunlight uh like in, in its purest sense is just white but when you have the darkness there via shadows or or however darkness is uh brought forth um, then it creates basically the opportunity for a beautiful picture. Um, and so that, that could be um, like actual pictures or like the, the things that we experience in our lives, um, like uh, th those insights that are provided uh, when we experience those, those dark moments. Um, but then yeah. suddenly we have, we have that light that comes in. It's like, okay, I, I wouldn't have saw it this way if I hadn't experienced that darkness. Yeah. I, I saw a meme earlier. It came across my Facebook page and um, it said, if you erased all of the mistakes you made, you would erase who you are as a person or something like that. Mm -hmm. Wow! I just thought that was, that was really cool because we're not meant to be perfect. We're meant to like stumble along in the darkness until we, figure it out or someone helps us, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I appreciated that, you know, the same thing that you kind of shared, Tim, about Barbie going into the cave. And I, and when she mentioned something about the first time that they turned off their lights, she noticed a really weird sound. And Pastor Jim was saying it was the sound of her own body. And it made me think about, Okay, let's look at this a step further from darkness, light. Okay, got it. Sound, what have you. Which, Tim, I thought you were going to mention a Simon and Garfunkel song, just so you're aware. I totally Wait, thought he was going there. Yeah. If you haven't heard it, it's called Sound of Silence. Yeah. Oh, Tim, wow. Little known one, little known. I mean, it's obscure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Little people know about it. Uh, no, but it's, I mean, Tim, if you haven't heard that song, I I'll, greatly encourage you to listen. I love Simon and Garfunkel. Anyways. I'll, I'll definitely check it out. It's probably less obscure than my random Psytrance song that I Yeah, I'm not sure how we didn't <laughs> sing that, you know, as, as a hymn, you know, Hello no. Darkness, My Old Friend, you know, whatever, you know. Oh, I, come I, on, come yeah. on. Yeah, it would have been anyway. perfect. Yeah. Yeah. But, but what I immediately thought of when I think of... Okay. And when I, when I'm able to kind of take away certain senses, and I think a lot of us can agree when we take away certain senses 
from ourselves, we are heightened in other senses, right? So when you close your eyes, your, your hearing kind of expands a little bit more or vice versa. When you, when you close, not close your ears because you can't necessarily close your ears, but when you cover your ears or you have like sound, you know, blocking, whatever headphones, noise canceling headphones, other things are kind of enhanced, you know, and and I was thinking of the parallels with with our lives where maybe if we get rid of the noise around us and the things that are potentially overstimulating our minds in terms of like social media, um, you know, impatience, uh, negativity, certain things like that, maybe there's more that God can reveal to us in those moments when we release those and we can focus in on the important senses in our lives, the things that God's trying to really teach us. And so that's kind of what I took away when I, when I thought of, okay, turn the lights off. Okay. Let's turn off the phone. Let's turn off the TV. Let's turn off the, the negativity from my life and let me, see what God can reveal in the darkness and bring light the things that I need to hear and the things that I need to be more focused on. So that's, that's really what that's I really I good. That's, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm that's, so glad you yeah. brought that up, Jessica. That's a, that's a, an awesome way to think of that. That's, that was great. Yeah. You should be a minister. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about it. I figured I'd start here and then gain followers and then we'd all drink orange juice with the concoction. <laughs> yeah. That started already. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, I was going to say, we, or in other words, you're trying to hear the sounds of silence. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. Jessica, I wanted to mention that um, I'm really glad that you brought that up because I was kind of thinking along the same lines, but you, you basically were able to bring that, to us and that that's that's a blessing um it's very eloquent yeah what i said it was very eloquent yeah yeah, yeah the way absolutely. she put it yeah 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 you you, you express express that extremely well it was awesome um but yeah i was going to mention that um i was kind of thinking along those same lines in terms of like basically cutting cutting down the stimulation or like we could even be in those moments like with god kind of like uh referring to like um god uh, in his thick darkness. Um, speaking of which, um, this morning I was uh, trying to get ready for the day. Just, you know, just I mentioned that in a previous episode, how I just have problems with certain routines and stuff. And um, I was thinking about the sermon um, the day be- from the day before. And I came to the conclusion that um, maybe it would be a good idea for me to try to pray and maybe ask for God for strength and and like guidance and so forth. And so I closed my eyes and I was I was much more conscious of the fact that I was closing my eyes when I was praying to God. And that really helped um, me to kind of tune out everything that I was experiencing right then and and everything that I would normally be witnessing because, because I cut off that one sense. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, but, but just in general, yeah, we're just bombarded with so much like stimulation in this technological world that we live in that um, I think the darkness could be represented as um, like the opportunity for 
uh, inner silence, I guess, um, to use that word again. Um, and then we can actually make wise choices for like our next steps um, in each moment. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and dive into our prayer requests for this week. Nils, I'm going to start with you because you are our super fan and we want to focus all of our attention on you right now. Yes. Uh, you know, in the military, you always have to have three main points. So I'll give you three things. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> oh, okay. so I thought I thought Jessica would like that. Um, uh, one, and it's not really a concern, but I'd like to uh, give thanks just for all the blessings that uh, I and my family have had and then all of us that, you know, we are truly blessed. You know, I've, I've lived in many other places in the, in the world and uh, and we all, you know, that that are listening to this podcast are some of the most blessed people on the earth. Uh, so I'd like to give thanks that, you know, for all the blessings that we have, especially as we look at this in, in the season. Also, I'd like to, you know, everybody that's traveling, you know, there's a lot of people that are going to be uh, traveling. So safe travels for everyone. And then finally, the third thing would be um, those that feel alone or lost. There's a lot of people this season that, that kind of run into that, but know that you are not alone. You know, that somebody is always here, you know, for you, you know, that you are loved, especially at Palmdale United Methodist and, and any of the major churches and anything that's around here. And God is always with you. So you're never alone. And and remember that. And, you know, and, and, and the blessings, you know, let's give thanks for the, the good news we heard this week with Lucy. You know, and let's mm-hmm. let's hope that we hear more of that in the future. But the, that would be yeah. uh, my three, three main points. Great. That's so nice. We don't need any more prayer requests. You covered it all, Nils. That was it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, cut. That's a wrap. No. Yep, we're done. (laughs) There you go. We have another cut. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta go away now with my horse. I'm still confused where the horse came from, but it's (laughs) It's a farm, no? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Perfect. (laughs) My chickens just sound like horses. It's fine. Oh. No. <laughs> Tim, any uh, prayer requests? Um, let's see. I, I think a prayer for me to have courage to reach out to God um, in those moments where I feel like I could use some strength or um, guidance or maybe uh, wisdom. Because I think that's really my core problem where I'm just not reaching out to God when I really could. And so I just, I feel like, you know, you know, the word floundering, I always feel kind of funny, like using that word. Cause I think flounder is like a synonym for fish or something. It's um, also from the little mermaid. Oh, <laughs> well, that, just imagine that that's what I'm doing. Like I might be one of those fish or something. Uh, okay. No, but <laughs> too. So, <laughs> but yeah basically uh just yeah a prayer for me to reach out to god and and ask for as for the things that um i need to ask so that i i can make better decisions with my time i is that come up with lots of different ways in which i can go about um like improving myself but i think a a really important starting point would be to pray to god and um also yeah a prayer for me to continue the meditation that has been uh very helpful for me so far i haven't really been able to do it daily but in those opportunities when i can at least do it um 
it, it's been it's been helpful. So uh, so yeah, and and I I, I want to chime in and say uh, Neil's prayer was really nice um, about like the church and and like uh, blessings and everything like that. So um, I, I guess I want to mention as well that um, you you are loved at uh, Palmdale United Methodist Church and. Um, yeah, it's, it's just a blessing to be, uh, a part of this church and, um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Sounds good. Beth. So first of all, I'm going to copy and paste everything that Nils and Tim said. <laughs> His prayers are also my prayers now. Command uh, V. It's yep. been pasted. Ooh, nice. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> and um, I know that Christmas is coming and we're getting ready, but I am exhausted. There's so much going on, like, um, and and it's not even a lot of it's fun stuff. Like, it's just there are so many events going on, and and I'm. I'm not ready for Christmas to be over, but I'm just ready to get to that point of rest, which I think will happen after Christmas. So prayers that we can all make it through this busy season and <laughs> and um, be able to enjoy the things that um, are fun without being too tired to enjoy them, I guess. And yeah. um, secondly, um, I can't remember if I brought her up in my prayer request. I probably did. My friend Marlene, who helped with the setup of the VBS, um, she is her her son goes to a boarding school in LA called Seeds, and he goes Monday through Friday and then comes home on the weekends, but she's having a really hard time like with him leaving and and I think it's hard she said it's harder because he comes back every weekend like if he maybe only came back for the holidays I totally get what she means because uh, obviously I miss my mom and my dad and you know my family back in South Dakota and Colorado but I don't often realize how much I miss them until I've spent time with them. And then I'm like, yeah, I forgot like how nice this is. So I think it's just like that, but every weekend, you know, and so he'll be home for Christmas break. And she's, she's actually also in the process of moving. She's moving from East Palmdale out of her in-laws house to a place that's actually not too far from where we live right now. So, um, and and she's just having a really hard time. She's been a mom since she was 17. She got pregnant with her first son when she was 17. Um, and he's her, her son is also one of Jonah's friends that he's been friends with since kindergarten. And her kids are growing up and getting older and don't need her as much anymore. And she's been really just wishing that that they were small again i think she's kind of trying to figure out who she is outside of mm. being a mom because she puts yeah. her and soul 
into raising those kids. Everything she does, she does for those kids. Um, so just general prayers for her, um, for moving and to maybe help her find, you know, something to, you know, further her identity from just being a mom. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, Beth. Yeah. Well, thanks for asking, Beth. Jessica, Jessica, do you have any prayer requests? I forgot. I was only going to do it. But then I no, it's kind of a. I think that's just part of our routine at this point. Is that it pretty just much is? Yeah, because yeah, like so yeah. super fan here. You know, I yeah. was gonna say something, but I'm like, well, you're not supposed to. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm, yeah, yeah. I could have jumped <laughs> in and said something point. too. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, a couple things. I'm going to mention a couple things that Amber wanted me to throw in because rightfully so. Uh, one of her coworkers over in. Uh, West Side uh, Union, uh, one of her coworkers this past week lost her husband in the oh. night. Um, he just, they're thinking it was like a heart attack. So he passed away. And then she just found out that one of her coworkers, when she used to work in Burbank, um, one of her coworkers, uh, dad passed away. Um, oh my God. She just found out about that. So, I just, it really makes me sad because I do hear of a lot of people that, you know, unexpectedly or something happens, you know, I know we have, there was like a, a mobile home, like a mile or something away from us. And they're, they lost, like there was a fire, the whole thing just like is a total loss. So a lot of things have been kind of happening like that. Um, so let's just pray for that to stop. Uh, yeah. That'd be yeah. Great. Yeah, um, but just, you know, to comfort the families that um, are experiencing any form of loss, that would be great. Um, and then for for me in particular, one, yes, survival of the holidays. That should be um, a T-shirt series. Uh, survival. <laughs> I survived holidays 2023. Um, but uh, but you know what? I'm. I'm really looking forward to uh, singing with Don this next Sunday morning. Um, I have missed it. It's one of those things that I just, I, I feel closer to God when I'm able to help lead worship with Don. It just makes me so happy. And I, I feel like I'm in the midst of this gray darkness where God is there with me and I get to just kind of rest whenever I'm singing. That's literally how I'm feeling. So it makes me so happy. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that this Sunday morning. Um, Do it beautifully, Jessica. You thanks. have a beautiful um, Yeah. Yeah. You, you do an awesome job up there with Don, Jessica. Thanks. Okay too, I guess. What? Well, I said Don's okay too, I guess. <laughs> I suppose. I suppose he's a leader for a reason. I suppose. <laughs> no, Apparently, I should come to the eleven o'clock more. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, Don's got it going on. You know, he can sing all the hymns. He can play the band. He can yeah. play different instruments and, he and everything. He leads the choir. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, temple choir, which I'm apparently a part of. Yeah, I am apparently a part of the choir too. Uh, we, so we choir, feel the yeah. same feeling that you just described, Jessica. The choir, but the <laughs> choir. Yes, yes. 
Uh, but then lastly, it's uh, this is an important week for us. Uh, as I've mentioned, we have one vial left with the, the donor that we're using. And guys, I want to be pregnant so bad. It would be so awesome if this could work. Um, so and I haven't really been vocal about it before because we've tried like four or five times previously since this past year. And it's just kind of like you know what? It's in God's hands at this point. I feel like I can only do so much with my body. (laughs) (laughs) It is going to happen or it's not, but boy, I can talk about it and really hope that, that it can work this, this time. So. Hey, Jessica, uh, um, something to keep in mind. Remember the Abraham and Sarah story. Uh, I know, but you know what, provide. Tim? I really don't want to be in my 80s. <laughs> that would just be... Well, that's one way to look at it. That's fair, Jessica. Yeah. I was 42 when I had my first kid, so, oh. you know, that's yeah. not quite 80, but it's not <laughs> right. 20. See, and my, mom, my mom had my half-sisters when she was 38 and 39, and I'm 36. I'm not ashamed to say it because I'm proud of being 36. I love it. Um, and so I think that's a pretty healthy age. I think that's like the new normal is to have children in your thirties and late thirties and early forties. So I think Janet Jackson had a kid when she was like 50. So don't want to say I want to wait till then, but you know, (laughs) I think it's timing. Yes. Yes. And I'm so glad that you and and Amber want to be parents because i think no. you guys will be phenomenal parents so oh yeah nice. yeah so <clears throat> you know it's funny because i didn't really realize all the stuff but i remember i even think i said to kirsten i said you know who'd be really great parents <laughs> so, oh yeah. wonderful i appreciate you saying that i would like a baseball team don't know if i could afford it but man, I would love to have <laughs> nine kids I'd be, you know, then it's like you retire. I figure that's what you have children for is that way when you retire, they just start taking care of you. That's serious Old Testament. Yeah, right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, because that's what Finley and Cooper are for is like you yeah. want them to grow up to do something amazing because then you and Kirsten are like, sweet, we're good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. It's their turn, turn to change my diet. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's the whole the whole yeah. system, you know. It's like yep, wow. exactly. Yeah, circle of life, that whole line thing. Yeah, there we go. The life of a spoon. That's kind of how yep. it is, right? <laughs> I'm put my food on the floor when I don't want it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Say no wow. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but that that uh-huh. works so well. They're bringing the spoon into this, and it all makes sense now. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Your spoon in the darkness. That's exactly yep. what that is, Tim. Totally. <laughs> and and what are you, Tim? Are you a big spoon or a little spoon? A, a big spoon, I think. That's right. You're a big spoon, Tim. <laughs> so anybody who's looking for an awesome male partner, Tim is a big spoon. He's ready. Just so everybody <laughs> Yes. You didn't realize that this was a dating podcast. This, Tim doesn't yeah, realize the whole reason stuff. we started this was to find him his soulmate. And this is where we're at. Yeah. Oh my God. Still waiting for that email, Tim. Yeah. Wait, we got it from Kathy. I'll ask if she's interested. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ask Kathy. Ask Kathy. I'm sure. I'm sure. 
Anyway. Uh, well, Nils, we so appreciate a couple things. One, we appreciate you taking time to hang out with us over this episode, our episode 15. And Thanks, it was fun. Yeah, yeah thank yeah. you, Nils. And yeah. second, we appreciate your dedication to this world-renowned podcast. It seems that you follow along with world-renowned things, authors, <laughs> podcasts. It's in your blood, man. Exactly. So yeah. we appreciate everybody who's listening, and we hope to talk to you next week. Thank Not you, everyone. Week, the week after. Yeah. The week after. Yes, and please enjoy yourselves during the holidays. We're all from different places. We all have different names. No matter what life brings us, Jesus is the same. We're just your Methodist to the madness. Methodist to the madness.